with everyone's permission, so today's shiur is dedicated to Elunishma Shalomo ben Eliyahu, Zerubavel ben Gabriel, Tzivya bat Mashiach, Tamara bat Mashiach, Yosef ben Nisan, Deora bat Yitzchak, Binyamin ben Yitzchak, Yehuda ben David, Yehuda ben David, Minat Malka Batan, Shimon ben Mishael, Yitzchak ben Shalomo, Yaakov ben Moshe, and also Rachel bat Shalomo, Shemuel ben Yaakov, Yafa bat Yitzchak, and Yaakov ben Israel, and further Fuah Shlema, Rachel bat Chana, Shemuel ben Rachel, Esther bat Chana, Dan ben Esther, Yehuda ben Esther, Yosef ben Yafa, Nisan ben Chana. Today we're learning about Halva'ah. Halva'ah are loans. Loans. So what does the Torah have to say about loans? What does Judaism have to say about loans? Peleyoet starts. Yadua, shehu achat mitaryag mitzvot lehalvot lemisha tzarif lilvot. There is a mitzvah in the Torah to give a loan to someone who is in need of a loan. It, so the wording in the Torah in Parashat Mishpatim is Im kesef talve'et ami. It says, if you lend money to my people, et he'ani imach, and you give a loan to the poor. So, but our Chachamim say, you read Rashi, quotes it on the spot, Rashi says, that this is one of three places in the Torah that im does not mean if. Usually in Hebrew, the word im means if. If you do it. So if you say, im kesef talvet ami, it sounds like it's not an obligation. If you uh, lend money to my nation, Chachamim said this is one of three places in the Torah where im does not mean if. Im actually means it's a mitzvah, You're, it's an obligation to do it, to help another Jew who is in need. Whether the person is actually poor and he needs the money right now to use it, or whether he's a wealthy person. If he's a wealthy person, why does it? Why? Why does he need the loan right now? Yeah, sometimes they need cash. They need. They need, uh, they need uh, uh, liquidity. So ben ani ben ashir. It's a mitzvah to help. It's a mitzvah to give a loan to a Jewish person. Ella, however, she amurabotenu zal. Our chachamim said, ani veashir ani kodem. Right. If you have two people who need a loan, two people who come before you, and you have one who is poor and really needs the money, one who is wealthy. Who should you give to first? Who should you give the loan? To the poor person. To the ani, the one who, who needs it more. Va'afilu legoi beribit ul Israel bechinam Israel kodem. Let's say you have two options before you. A goi that you could lend with interest, because we're allowed to according to the Torah, you're allowed to lend interest uh, with interest to a goi. Or I'm going to lend to the Jew, to the Jew without interest, because the mitzvah of the Torah is the Jew is like your brother, give him special treatment, don't charge interest whenever you lend money to a Jew. So if I lend to a goy, and actually um, the Torah says, right? It's a mitzvah to, to give to a non-Jew with interest. It's, uh, the Torah says, You have two options, the goy with interest, a Jew without interest. Who should you give the loan to? A Jew without interest. Does such a concept a exist in business with consignment? Let's say you have a similar item that you have a, a Jewish dealer calls you and you have a, a Goyish store that is a huge store that pays his bills quickly with more margin. You still have to try to give the business to the Jew with less yeah. margin and slower pay? Or do you if, a, if a person can afford it, it's a, it's a mitzvah for sure yeah, to give business 
um, to to a Jew and to help him out if 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 a person can afford it. If a person can afford it. Part of what the Torah teaches us, and this is, uh, I think, it's a very very important point, and it's a thread through something that we through so much of what we've seen in Peleoet is don't just think about where you're going to make more money. We have values sometimes that transcend that. We have values that are more important even, than that. Even, right. sorry, yeah. right. even if you know 90% they cannot pay it back? Uh, we're we're, ah, we're going to continue. Uh, we'll, so we'll continue. We're not talking about lending to a fellow Jew who needs money for business. We're talking about a fellow Jew who needs money for personal use. There's a distinction. Right. So if there's a person who needs it for personal use or needs it, you know, even to start a business because he, you know, he's he's in he's in need at the moment. It's a mitzvah to, to give them first for sure. It's a mitzvah to give them as opposed to someone who is otherwise wealthy but is just trying to finance their next uh, project or their next uh, their next investment. It's a mitzvah to give them also and to help them out. But it's more a mitzvah to help the poor. So you know, I uh, so I had this question a few weeks ago from somebody that they were giving a loan. They had a friend who you know they they went from job to job and they weren't able to find something stable and they just started uh, their own business and they're trying to get on their feet and they, and they, and he said I'm giving him a loan to to help him start his business, you know, to be able to to advance his business uh, a little bit more. So can I count that as maaser? Answer is a hundred percent. A hundred percent you count it as maaser, right? If there's a person who is in need, the first thing, the highest level of maaser is to help a Jew stand on his feet and to, to be stable. If, so, if he's unstable uh, financially and you're helping him give that stability so that he doesn't fall to become poor. So you know right now they're in a place that's a little bit shaky, that's a little bit unstable financially. They're not poor, by the definition of poor, but they're a little bit shaky. He's trying to get his business going or trying to, uh, to, to move it further. He's still a, 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 ta- a tiny operation, a small operation. It's a mitzvah of tzedakah, and it's a mitzvah of tzedakah, which is actually the highest mitzvah, because if he becomes poor, if it doesn't work out for him and he becomes poor, he's going to need a lot more. He's going to depend on much, much, much more. But if you help him gain, stand on his feet and become stable, right, uh, right if uh, the, there's a sif, uh, sifri or sifra, there's a midrash, which says that you have one person that he has, a, he has a donkey, the load is on its back. It's about to fall. The second one, it already fell off. Right. So if you help him so that the load doesn't fall, it only takes a little bit of help. You, you add in a little bit, you give it a little bit, it stays, and then it can stand. But once it falls, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of investment to, to put it back on. So help him before he falls. It's a mitzvah. Don't wait for him to become poor. So what about your maser deduction if you get So he back? said, can you, can you give it as maser? Yes, you give it as maser. And then when he pays back, you put it back into your maser, of course. Yeah, you can. Right. If he pays back, then now you redistribute it to another charity. You redistribute it uh, to another. If you use maser. If, if you use maser in order to give the loan, and when he pays back, uh, the money goes back into your maser that you redistribute to others. You can take it back if he's not the maser. You, you yeah, if you yeah it, no if if you didn't use maaser if you just gave him a regular loan to help him out you didn't use your maaser it's, it's your money that's your money it pays you back later but if you use maaser you're allowed to use maaser 100 percent it's a mitzvah to use maaser to a Jew who is in need or a Jew that you're helping him.
So you use your maaser to give him. So when he pays you back, he paid you. He, it goes back to your maaser that you redistribute. So here, Pelias is saying, FLP. So you have a goy that you can make money on this loan. Right? This the goy is going to pay you 12% interest on on the loan. A, a Jew, I'm going to give, and I'm I'm not going to take interest from him on the loan. So who should I give? It's a mitzvah if I can to give to the Jew first, if I'm able to. Maybe in a way you might say, I'm also doing a mitzvah by charging interest. Because right? it says, the, the wording in the Torah is, you should charge interest to the goy. Why? To show that with the goy, it's, I'm doing standard business. That's normal businesses and loans. I, char- I charge for my money. I give, uh, I give a loan, I get money for it. But with a Jew, I get we give special treatment. He, he's like my brother. The same way you shouldn't tra- charge interest to your brother, don't charge interest to another Jew. So, I'm making money. The mitzvah to lend to a Jew who is in need is a higher mitzvah. And know that Hashem is our shepherd. Wait, where does all our parnasal come from? comes from Hashem. Does Hashem want us to lose? Absolutely not. No, of course Hashem doesn't want us to lose. Hashem There's nothing withholding or holding holding back Hashem from giving you much, much more than that which you would have made of that that twelve percent that you think you could get from the goy, but you decide to do a mitzvah instead and decide to give to a Jew, Hashem has no problem giving you twenty four percent or two hundred forty percent or much much more than you would have made on the deal. There's nothing holding Hashem back from giving you more. You know, you know, you almost sometimes imagine that, uh, and you had these two options of these two people to lend to. One that you knew was going to pay you pay you this much, and one uh, and one that uh, you weren't sure he's going to pay you back or he, he's not paying you as much interest. And then you know, Elon Musk calls you or Jeff Bezos calls you, and says, you know, hey, this is the second guy. You know, he's my friend. Help him out. Don't worry. I'll take care of you later. <laughs> so who are you going to give the loan to? So if we really believe in Hashem and His Torah and His Mitzvot and we know that Hashem is going to take care of us, there's nothing holding Hashem back. If I do a mitzvah, Hashem is going to pay me the reward. Hashem will for sure give me the reward. Hey, don't just look at what's in front of you and think, no, no, I'm, I'm going to make more money now. You don't know that you're going to end up making more money when I, when I, by, by, by lending to the Goy, whenever you know that there's a Jew who is in need. So in Torah, there's nothing with hold, holding Hashem back from giving you more as your reward. And it's and it's possible that im ashir bechinam ani kodem. And I'll tell you even further. You have a wealthy person that you do it as a heter iska. And we we've spoken about heter iska before. Heter iska is the standard whenever a Jew wants to quote unquote lend to another Jew. You restructure it as a business investment. There's a doc- document called the Heter Iska. You know, anybody who, any Jew who, any religious Jew at least, who is in the lending business or will lend to another Jew, all the banks in Israel, they all do Heter Iska. There's a document called 
which means that when I lend to another Jew, this is not a loan, it's a business investment. It's structured in a way, without getting into detail, that this is going to be, we're in, I'm investing in him, we're partners, we're becoming business partners, he, uh, and I'm investing in him and in his project. Now, heter iska, of course, is only something that you can do if there's an actual iska. It's actually a business partnership. Right? If the if it's a poor person and he's desperately in, in need of money, and like, he has this huge uh, medical expense, or he has a huge uh, expense in his family that he has to pay for that he's not able to cover in the moment, and you're giving it to him, and then you say, you know, no, no, we're gonna sign a heter iska. That's not an iska. <laughs> that's that's not a that's not a business arrangement if he's personally desperately in need of the money that's where the torah says loti don't don't be like a creditor him don't charge him interest right iska means that you know somebody one ha, ha, you know has to finance they they want to buy real estate or they they have a financial project that they they want to buy a company that they want to invest in and you say we're you know and you want to lend him money and you say okay we're going to call this a business investment as opposed to calling it a a loan so so to collect interest, exactly. To be able to collect interest, it's a loophole. It's absolutely a loophole. There's no question about it that it's a loophole. But the point here is, is you, 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 if you're going to use the loophole, you can use the loophole when actually there's a business arrangement here. There's actually, you know, and he's trying to buy a company or he's trying to buy, uh, buy, buy real estate, not, not his uh, house for himself, but he's trying to buy. Uh, or maybe debatable, but he's trying, uh, we spoke about it before, but he's trying to buy real estate and you're financing the project and you say, we're going to charge interest, so you call it, we're doing business. But if there's somebody des desperately in need, because he doesn't have, he has a huge expense uh, that he has to pay for, um, and he's unable to cover it, uh, and, he, and he's choking, and you say, I'm going to lend him money, and you say, no, yeah, and I'm going to charge 12% interest. Chas v'shalom to do these things. Chas v'shalom, that's not, that's, not that's not business. And you're going to tell that you're going to fool Hashem, you're going to trick Hashem and say that, and that I'm doing business. So, so there, give him money, it's a mitzvah, but do it as a mitzvah. Help him as a mitzvah. Don't charge him interest. Give him a loan. Either give him tzedakah or give him a loan that he can pay back over time without charging him interest. So we really don't need a loan because I guess what Hashem wants us to do is continue. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Right now, a hundred percent. Yeah, now yes, and and I'll I'll actively and I'll openly say you know sometimes there are leniencies that we say are straight up, this is something that's very clear that is a leniency to follow. There are leniencies which are definitely loopholes. Um, this is definitely a loophole. Signing at Eriska um, as a method of being able to charge interest is for sure a loophole. But the point is, use the loophole only when you're doing business. Don't use the loophole whenever there's somebody who is in need. Yeah, it's a little bit. I will say, if there's a Jew who, who holds and says, I am not going to be in the loans for interest business, that's the best way for a Jew to, to live their life. That's the honest and truthful way that a person says, I'm not going to charge another Jew interest ever. Um, it's hard. It's difficult. You know, it's a, it's a high level to reach. But that, that is one that you say, if a person does that. Against your loan. That's called a mashkon. Of course you can. You can yeah. hold security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a mashkon. That's called a mashkon. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, there, there are also... There are also laws to it. There are also laws to the mashkon. Pele will get to that later. So yeah, so um, 
Yeah, let's just finish it one way. So all Pelio is saying here is that if someone wants to come do business with you and he wants a loan, and you have an, a Jew who is in need of a loan, that you're not going to charge him interest. You know, the, this one, I'm going to do the heteriska, I'm going to do the loophole. The second one, he needs my money, and I'm not going to charge him interest. Which one should you do? The second one is the mitzvah. Right? Help a Jew who is in need. Yeah, don't worry, interest is going to come from Hashem. <laughs> you know, if you help someone who is in need. And and between us, no, it's also for Hashem. It's saying that word, but but yes, it's uh, but the, it's clearly a, a loophole. Isn't that the whole idea? Is the whole idea is that is a level, of, but but it ends up being enforced usually even without there being a level of liability that you're going to take. So absolutely, I agree with you. It's a hundred percent. It's it's a loophole. If there's a Jew who's honest with Hashem and is doing things a hundred percent accordingly, they're not charging interest to another Jew. Period. But it's a loophole that in order for business to happen and to go on, people are using all the time. And the main point to understand is, if someone's going to use a loophole, make sure that you're only using the loophole when it's actually business um, that's being done. Don't use the loophole for a personal loan of somebody who, who is in need, because that 100%, you're not, you're not fooling God. You can't fool Hashem. And you're not doing business. Don't, don't sign a document that says we're doing business when you're not doing business. Okay, we're going to pause here. Let's do a bit of the Haggadah. Ooh.